1: This seaweed-powered duo features two of Osea's best sellers, Andaria algae body oil and Andaria collagen body lotion. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's o s e a malibu.com code glow.
2: What is Dylan Sampson's ceiling? That's what I want to ask Jimmy Himes about today. And I say that because I thought he was really special at the end of the Kentucky game and uh, making a lot of guys miss. It's brought to you by Andy Mason, Mason, AndyMasonRealEstate.com, best prices, best service in the biz. And Andy Mason will take care of you for all your real estate needs. 40 years combined experience there in Knoxville. And, And Jimmy, before I get your take, I didn't say hi to Caleb. Hey, Caleb, how are you?
1: I was going to say, I really took it personally. And, you know, Jimmy didn't say hi to me either. So, it's the
2: G- Jimmy just said, it's how are you, Dave?
1: I, you know, <laughs> I should just leave the show, guys.
3: Uh, it's I'm, the I'm Himes just, and I'm...
2: Hooker show. Let's just go ahead and take your mic away. Uh, yeah. J- Jimmy with a snazzy haircut, if you're on YouTube, by the way. I like that. Um, Jimmy, That's let cool, me ask for you. Caleb,
1: I'll say hi to you if you get another haircut. But until then, hi, I have think-
2: I think your hair looks fantastic. Um, As long as we all still have it. I saw a friend on uh, Facebook (laughs) recently that doesn't have it anymore, and he's he's struggling a little bit. All right, so, but, and I do have some widow's peaks, but, uh, Jimmy, what is Dylan Sampson's upside? I wrote a couple of articles on him, just eye test-wise. I see him break some tackles that are are just really out of the ordinary to me. Uh, I think he can be a really, really special
3: player. His ceiling is Alvin Kamara, and he also happens to wear number six. He reminds me a lot of Kamara. And even though he's 190 pounds, he runs with more power than that. I thought Alvin Kamara ran with more power at Tennessee than people gave him credit for. And Kamara was a little bit bigger, but I think uh, the that play in which he took the shovel pass and broke tackles to get a first down late against Kentucky by Sampson, that really impressed me. He's got a nose for the end zone. He scored, he leads the team in touchdowns, scored. He can catch the ball out of the backfield like Kamara did. Uh, I just I think he's a tremendous running back. The interesting thing is, is to see how much weight Tennessee tries to put on him. I mentioned I think he runs with more power than his weight would suggest. But they also uh, I remember when Jalen Wright came to Tennessee and he weighed maybe 185, 190 pounds. He was a a track star. He won state in North Carolina in like the 55 or 60 meters, whatever it was. And he was reluctant to put on weight initially because he thought it would impact his speed. Well, it didn't. He's up to 210 pounds. Samson, I, I wonder if he can carry that kind of weight. I don't know that he necessarily needs to. You'd like to get him over 200, though. Uh, but I I think he's um, his ability to catch, his ability to break tackles, his ability to run with vision, with balance, all of those things remind me of Alvin Kamara. Great,
1: Caleb? You know, I... I was thinking in my head, like, would Alvin Kamara be the peak ceiling? But then I started to debate, because we've talked about it before, somebody like Charlie Garner. But then I'm thinking, Jimmy, you know, comparing the two, I guess Alvin Kamara would be the higher ceiling. He surpassed Charlie Garner at this point, right, in terms of who was a better Tennessee and NFL running
3: back. Uh, Yes, he did. And, And the interesting thing about those two is that Garner shared time with two other running backs at Tennessee. Mm -hmm. There was little, there was little man, Stewart and Aaron Hayden. And now you've got a situation and then Kamara uh, split time with Hurd. And now the situation with Sampson is he's splitting time with Jabari small and and Jalen, Wright. So none of those players probably getting as many carries as they could have or should have had during their college career. But I, I do think that Kamara has surpassed Garner. Garner was a good NFL player, but not as good as Kamara. And, uh, I, I don't know. Bush Jones kept Kamara in the witness protection program for a while before he unleashed him against A&M. But I, I think, uh, to me, Kamara was the better back, but that's not to disparage Garner. I thought Garner was a terrific college uh, running back and a good NFL back.
2: That That's kind of funny to me because I thought you might say Garner was the better of the three. We're going to ask the message board who has a b- bigger upside, Samson. Garner or Camara. Uh, I think the biggest problem with Camara was that he didn't play as much because they paid Jalen Hurd to come to Tennessee, and Jalen Hurd might have flipped on them had he not played extensively. That's my thought.
3: Well, uh, here's here's what I think happened with with Jalen Hurd and that departure. Uh, Dave, you'll remember this back to the Outback Bowl. They changed names all the time. I think that's what it was in Tampa. They played Northwestern and they played Hurd in the I formation, and there was debate about whether he's even going to play in the game. So from the I formation, he gained I don't know 140 yards, was the MVP of the game, and he had been promised by the staff they'd run more I formation instead of the the zone read, and they didn't, and so he got really frustrated and quit at the end of what the South Carolina game. So that that led to his departure. Uh, so I, I don't think that the staff was was truthful. And then you finally unleash Kamara, and Kamara showed some flashes of being a good back when Hurd was there. But when he became the man, goodness gracious, he was so impressive. And uh, certainly he's done a great job with the Saints. But um, I don't know about all this pain of Hurd. I will, I will yield to your expertise on that day.
2: That's, that's what I was told, but we'll just leave it with that. When you pay players, that's the problem is they can flip on you and turn you in. But anyway, Caleb, go ahead, sir.
4: Just go to ramp.com slash easy ramp.com slash easy ramp.com slash easy Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper?
1: Jimmy, do you think there's ever any plans to – because I saw Jalen Wright as an all-purpose back last year while Jabari Small was Mm -hmm. the workhorse back, but Wright has turned into the workhorse back this year. Do you think there's plans at all for this coaching staff to make Dylan Sampson a workhorse back in the future, or do you think he's always going to be that change of pace, all-purpose back, and somebody else is the workhorse back?
3: It it depends. Uh, Next year, if Wright and Small come back, he's not going to be the workhorse, right? Now, if uh, one of them leaves, he'll get more carries. But down the road, uh, it's possible he would be the workhorse, but that might depend on how good Cam Seldon is or the running back from Alabama. It might depend on how good those guys are. You can justify playing right and small a, a good number of, of carries, right? So I, I don't have a big issue with that, although I think small might be, is the third best running back out of that trio. So I think it kind of depends on the development of other players. And it depends on whether Wright and Small stay at Tennessee.
2: I thought that Tennessee handled those three tailbacks perfectly against Kentucky. Jalen Wright mm-hmm. was hot early. He was the power back. Um, Jabari Small didn't didn't really play that much because they were fine with what Jalen was doing. And then once the defense is tired a little bit, you bring in Dylan Sampson who mm-hmm. brings that quickness. The antithesis of that was the Florida game where I think they forgot Dylan Sampson was on the team. Um, do you feel confident about Tennessee handling these, these three tailbacks moving forward?
3: Uh, you broke up. Do I feel confident? What on the about tailback?
2: Tennessee handling the carries of handling these three it. tailbacks moving forward?
3: I, I think so. Uh, the, the Florida thing was, was in my opinion, kind of ridiculous. I heard it. Well, we fell behind what well, you led the game, you know? <laughs> and, and so, no, you know, you scored the first touchdown. So, that part of it, I, I don't buy that. I think they screwed that one up. I think they also realized their mistake. So I, I think they'll continue to rotate him. Uh, to me, Jalen Wright is – is um, I think he's a special running back. I predicted for the year he'd gain over 1,000 yards. The only thing that would keep him from that is injury or divvying up the carries. I mean, my goodness, the, the guy's had several games where he's averaged right at 10 yards a carry. So I think he's really good. Samson's a little bit different kind of a back. But I think he's special also. I think Small is just a, a pretty good back. I don't see any special part of anything special about his game, except he does give a lot of effort. But I, I think they've got a pretty good feel on how to handle this. And against Kentucky, each of them may get 10 carries, whatever. They should blow I'm, – I'm sorry, against Connecticut. They should blow out Connecticut. It'll be interesting to see how they how they divvy that up. But I think they've handled it – for the most part, I think they've handled it pretty well. And I think they've got a pretty good read on how to handle it the rest of the year. Jimmy, am I
1: crazy for bringing up this comparison? And it's not exact, but it, I, I think it could apply specifically when we're talking about Dylan Sampson. But I remember when USC had their running back stable in 2005 where Lindell White would be the bruiser back for three quarters mm-hmm. and he would just wreck yeah. defenses. And then the defense would be gassed and they turn Reggie Bush loose in the fourth quarter against a tired defense. And Reggie Bush gets all the yards. He goes and gets the Heisman <laughs> because of that. Um Do you see – now there's no Lindell White really among Jalen Wright or Jabari Small, but do you see kind of a situation like that here where Jalen Wright and Jabari Small kind of wear down defenses for three quarters and then the strategy is in the fourth quarter, just turn Dylan Sampson loose and let him be the Reggie Bush and get all the yards on a tired defense?
3: Well, we saw that against Kentucky. Um, It wasn't necessarily true against Virginia because Sampson was the first – He was the second back to play, right started, and then Sampson went in uh, ahead of small, which I thought was interesting. Caleb, I don't know if they're married to that. I think that the the Kentucky game fits your example perfectly. Uh, I would be in favor of getting Sampson some more snaps earlier in the game rather than just waiting till the fourth quarter. Um, You've got halftime to have fresh legs, right, if you're running back. So I I would like to see Sampson get some more carries in the first half rather than just wait to the fourth quarter to unleash him Uh, so i'll be curious to see how they play that out but uh, to me what i see going forward is Wright gets about 60 percent uh in the first half roughly small gets about 20 or so percent sampson's going to get about 20 or so i hope that adds up to 100 so, sure, so
2: I think Gary that's 60 2020 Divided yeah. by two. And-
3: <laughs> so, so I, I kind of see that. And then I see Samson getting the majority of it in the fourth quarter. Uh, but I, I would not just hold him out till the fourth quarter. I, uh, I think he's too good for that.
0: Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
1: A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire.
0: Huh? Oh.